Hello one, hello all. Welcome to Monday Football Monday here on the SB Nation NFL Show. A reminder before we get started that this show is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code SBNNFL for a special offer when you sign up. That's code SBNNFL only at DraftKings Sportsbook. As mentioned, this is Monday Football Monday here on the SB Nation NFL Show. A truly unique experience. You can watch this show live every single, obviously, Monday on the SB Nation NFL Twitter page, the SB Nation NFL Facebook page, and the SB Nation NFL YouTube channel. You can also listen to this as a podcast. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a rating, write a review. Those things help us out. We'll always read any review that you happen to write. We have shows coming out each and every day, all throughout, every week, every month, because the NFL does not sleep. What offseason? NFL dignitaries have gathered around Florida for annual league meetings, so make sure to stay tuned to your local SB Nation blog. They'll keep you updated on everything that coaches, GMs, and owners had to say. But here we are uh, going to discuss... Well, who knows what we're going to discuss? I say we. My name is Arjo Tro from SB Nation's blog and the boys, and I am joined as I am every single week by Rachelle Prevet, our fantastic producer here. You can see her over at Bleeding Green Nation and across the SB Nation NFL show. And my co-host, the one and only pop 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 from SB Nation's Arrowhead Pride. He is the one who knows the guy. He has a guy for everything. He's one of those guys. P-E-T. Mechanic. Sweetie. Breakfast guy. Coffee shop. Uh, all the all the things you might need. You got to have a guy for everything. That's true. Good to be here. We are in the midst of the coaches meeting. What is interesting about, or I should say the owners meeting and the coaches breakfast. Have you seen this is how they, they do it at the owners meetings? This is a one of the NFL staples where the, the coaches sit around. The media, can, there's a you know there's a spread, and, and they can ask the the questions. And we're seeing some updates coming out of of Florida right now, minor updates, but you could tell already there's some kind of rift between the Raiders and the Derek Carr's representation. You got Teddy Bridgewater being named the backup officially of the Miami uh, Dolphins. So you're seeing a couple updates here and there. Nothing nothing groundbreaking yet though. Right, right, right. Um, you know, we actually, this is not a lie, it's totally true. Before every Monday Football Monday, right. I ask, I ask Rachelle, I really don't care uh, no. about you, Pete, what she had for mm-hmm. breakfast um, yeah. on this day. So breakfast is kind of a common theme here. Um, what is your go-to breakfast in a public setting? It's a very different breakfast than normal. Like you're you're around people, there's there's drinkware, silverware, you know, there's one of those cloth napkins that you got to lay over your your right. you know, your thigh or whatever. Um like what what's your ideal meal in that environment? Maybe there's a, like you said a spread, maybe there's like those silvery kind of um, you know, serving containers or whatever. Like what what are you getting to eat here? I always have one of two options depending on what I'm feeling. I go the classic breakfast, which is you know, you get the eggs and the, the bacon strips and they have the toast and whatever, whatever you would call that. Or I go with like a, a hash. So depending on the place I'm at, I, I really enjoy the the breakfast hash. And in Kansas City, they happen to have a lot of places that have barbe- barbecue breakfast hash, which it, it ends up being a real treat depending on, on where you go. So. Okay. All right. Um, I will say this. Just pro tip. All right. If you're 
somewhere, maybe like a conference, you know what I mean? You're eating around people that you don't necessarily eat around a lot. That once upon a time happened with Pete and I. We shared some pie and then later shared some pie. Aya, um, get some yeah, watermelon. Well. Throw some watermelon on your plate. You look fancy. You look like you got yeah. some color. You got some, you know what I mean? Like you got some juices flowing. That watermelon juice is a, is a strong push. Watch out uh, for those seeds. Be careful, yeah. You gotta be, but then, then you look Going cool. You're, you're, you're navigating your fork around there like this guy. This guy knows how to use a fork. Um, so cottage look, cheese and cantaloupe, another another treat. Um, I, I know Pete that you don't listen to the oddcast because I mean, who does? Um, right. But they hate the Baltimore Ravens, and they like to say we don't hate Lamar Jackson. You right. know, we're we're super big fans. They're frauds. I mean, you know, what I mean, they're they're, they're total frauds. I how they operate to, over there. I happen to be a big fan of Kyle Barber and all his cutlery mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, whatever he wants to bring to the table. Really. So. So in the interest of, of transparency, of not being fraudulent like the Oddcast, I'm going to tell everybody, Pete, that we, I'll say I, completely changed the show rundown like 10 seconds before we're going to start. Is that, right. that fair fair characterization? Yeah, and you know what? Uh, Rachel and I, we are flexible. We That's roll right. with the punches. Malleable. Whatever, we've kind of agreed to whatever RJ says goes at this point. So we were going to do something different. Maybe we'll do it a different time. Uh, but we are going to... Uh, Talk about movies, uh, you know, on the heels of the Oscars, you know, the Academy Awards, shout out to the Academy, um, you know, hopefully they invite us back as well. Um, the Oscars last night, a, a memorable affair to say the least. And we have three awards that we are going to hand out. Uh, Stats and I previously did superlatives on the look ahead, but we're going to do actual, we're going to do best supporting actor. We're going to do best actor in a leading role, obviously, and best film. Uh, these are all things that have taken place over the course of this offseason. Do you understand the rules, everybody? I think we're we're in. I, I think we we got it. It it was a, a quick quick switch, but I, I think we're ready to go here. We're we're good to go. Okay. Do you want me to go first since I kind of again you know surprised you with this? Like you know like how how do you do you want to go first? You feel confident? Like you know you tell me, buddy. Yeah, go ahead. You go first, and and we'll we'll bring up the rear here. So we have to build up, right? We're going best supporting actor to best actor to best film, right? Like that's the logical progression. Sure. Okay. Best supporting actor. This NFL offseason. You kind of mentioned the situation. Las Vegas Raiders wide receiver Devontae Adams. I mean, who else has demanded a trade to play with a specific person? Let alone a specific person of Derek Carr's, we'll call it talents. I mean, Devontae <laughs> Adams went from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. Right. And he did this on purpose, right? And, and he did this because he cited the relationship they had in college. Look, we all had – like, how many friends do you have from college that you don't ever even speak to now? Remember when you were in college, you were walking around the quad, you're like, we'll be Long friends forever. You yeah, know, I will ne- we'll never forget each other. Right. It will be friends forever. And Cheers you have to the you, times we, we felt alive. Mm-hmm, Cheers mm-hmm. to the tears. Uh, they made me cry, really. It, mm-hmm. it and you haven't spoken to them since Moonlight won the Oscar over La La Land. And that was the last crazy moment from that ceremony. Sometimes time just passes. Life happens. You get busy. But not for Devontae Adams. No, no, no. He has his bro, him and Derek Carr back at Fresno State. They were running the pong table. All right. They were they were kings of the campus. And Devontae Adams is here to save him. Best supporting actor. Here's to the nights we'll never remember with the friends we'll never forget. Mm-hmm. Think about that when you think about Devontae. Right. Uh, it reminds me Derek. of the song that I sang very well here. Yeah. Uh, we are young. Yeah. <laughs> this is nice. Good morning. 
Yeah. It's a great way to start my week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, what's funny about this, RJ, and I, 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 you're gonna think that I, I, I'm making it up here, but I'm, so I'm gonna show right there. Um, I'm, I hid the rest of mine, but there it is, Devonte Adams. I don't think Carr. anybody just, can read that. There it piece. is. Let me, yeah, <laughs> let me put it up. You see there on the, uh, there it is. Why did why why is the why does the name take up like one tiny corner of the paper? Like why would I had why? something there originally, <laughs> and I changed it to. Uh, to leading leading actor because i thought you know it, it fit in in that that section so uh, i agree i mean uh, for me it's it's Devante adams i wish i had someone else to talk about but uh as they say in hypothetical games rj great minds think alike and i completely agree i found myself looking up once this trade happened the fresno state highlights from yesteryear mm-hmm, I mean, it's been a long time mm-hmm. since they played together and man, did Derek Carr look good? I mean, I don't know. We always talk about how quarterbacks can make wide receivers look good. I tend to think this is a legitimate case where the wide receiver can make the quarterback look good because Derek Carr is always teetering along the way of like being a top 10, top 15 guy. And, you know, I don't even like Derek Carr, but I'm actually optimistic here. You know, taking my bias out of it, I think this puts him in the route. Like he was about to be in a division where he was above his head in deep water. No floaties. Good luck. Perfect storm. You're going to drown, Derek. Mm-hmm. And now Perfect I think storm. He, another great movie on the subject of the Oscars. A hundred percent. And now I think he can actually play with these guys with Devante. And I never in a million years uh, with the cast from last year with any really without without Devante. I mean, it, it puts him in the realm of a Mahomes, a Herbert and a Wilson where mm-hmm. I could see the Raiders compete. I mean, they were very clearly going to be fourth place. And now the Chiefs are right. I don't know about that. (laughs) Who knows about the top three? Um, But but now, you know, I can see the Raiders in the mix. I mean, you think about last year. We don't talk about it enough. The Raiders were a disaster off the field. And Rich Masashia leads them to the fifth seed in the AFC. And now they're adding Adams in. So, yeah, I I mean, I'm optimistic. And and you're right. I I think he certainly is the best supporting actor right now in the NFL. We'll see what Rachel has uh, if, if it's anything different. Right before we get to Rachel, since you didn't have another one, you weren't properly prepared. Uh, let me throw out a just a second one, just for the purposes of giving us two. You ready for this? You're good? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Best supporting actor, Pete Sweeney's choice, not mine. Dallas Cowboys cornerback, Trayvon Diggs. And I know what you're thinking. What, what's going on? What's this guy doing? He's coming out of left field. Don't worry. I right. got you. I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, Pete. Trayvon Diggs throwing out some breadcrumbs on the old Twitter.com. The old timeline okay. says, yeah. you know, I've always wanted to play with my brother. His brother oh, just so wow. happens to be Stephon Dix, the Buffalo yeah, Bills. He played for Buffalo, and, yeah. And, and he tweeted, 14 in Dallas would be fire emoji. All right? People Ooh. think this is the season of the eyes emoji. No, no, no. Don't forget about the fire emoji. Right. Now, here's Rocket the thing. You might too. be thinking, oh, Trayvon, he's he's trying to work a trade, get Stephon to Dallas. Cowboys traded away Amari Cooper, have a need wide receiver. You're thinking too small. All right? This is what's actually happening. We now live in a world where all the Dallas Cowboys are good for, Pete, is leverage. Leverage, baby. Stephon Diggs, he's seeing Devontae Adams get the proverbial bag. He's seeing Tyreek Hill get traded from the fourth place Kansas City Chiefs and getting the proverbial bag. He said, you know what? That bag, I like that bag. I want some of that bag. How do I get the Buffalo Bills to give me the bag? 
I need to create some interest. I need to create some some sort of threat. I might leave. You know, there's somebody interested in me. What do, what what resources do I have? Oh, that's right. I happen to have a brother who plays on the team with the most leverage in the NFL because that's all they're good for. So this is this is Trayvon just being a good bro, best supporting actor, best supporting actual brother here, trying to get Stephon Diggs's name in the circles of things. So the Bills say, you know what? We'll give you the bag. Boom. You know what? Yeah. I, I have one too stemming from that. I just thought of one as well for supporting actor that just came to me. Christian Kirk, Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, supporting the wide receiver position. Christian Kirk <laughs> is fine. He kind of stinks. And he set a baseline where any receiver that's better than him, which there are a lot, should be upset uh, with what he was able to, to get from the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, uh, you know, he, he really put the wide receiver position back on the map. I think we're seeing these absurd contracts at this point, and it's really messing with a lot of teams, Kansas City Chiefs included. I mean, that that's hitting home right there. So uh, kudos to Christian Kirk. I, I'm never going to be mad at a player for, for getting the, the the money there. But, he, you know, everyone's like, oh, Devontae changed the Tyreek thing. Christian Kirk changed it and set this. He was the flick of the first domino. And now you're seeing the repercussions of that everywhere. So uh, thank you to the the Khan family and thank you to Christian Kirk a lot of a lot of, a lot of people down there supporting the wide receiver position as a whole so very well very well said uh Rachel best supporting actor can you top Devonte Adams Trayvon Diggs or Christian Kirk with your award uh recipient um I don't know if I'm gonna top it but this is what I came up with not really understanding the rules I originally said Tyler Huntley. Very clear rules. It was, yeah. but this was last month, last minute. I said backup quarterback Tyler Huntley for the Ravens for a okay. supporting role for Lamar Jackson. Ah, uh, so Didn't you went back into the season. Yeah. That's you know, you changed the game. Did. Okay. Didn't make the postseason. So. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I felt like they would have had to make the postseason for that to, to nail, but yeah, but, no, but shows like, right because there, there was a lot of yeah, there was a lot of like, oh, just move on from Lamar. Lamar wants to get paid. Tyler Huntley well, played well. This is a good choice. This is better than, you know, not having a choice, which is what you were, Pete. What I would say is I kind of like it, and I don't I don't love it. I'm not it's something. I, love it. hey. I, I, I kind of like it because I don't think there are a lot of quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks in the NFL that really, really remind you of something close to the actual starting quarterback and in a way Huntley is like the best replica I mean you think about all the other quarterbacks in the league it is a big drop off even if you tend to have a good backup right so hashtag Minshew mania and so I think it's that's it's good I mean it's not great but it's, it's good, good. I'll I, I like Michelle, it. just just remember in about 30 minutes when MF double MVPs up <laughs> well technically someone else should vote you. today because I'm a part of it that's right. That's right. I mean, I'm just saying. No, you you can always award it to yourself. Like this, that's okay. your. This is your jurisdition. I mean, this How is your. How about court, we all vote? Know? How about that today we the all vote rules? and you just can't vote for yourself? Yeah. Okay, I like that. I oh, I kind of like that like twist, Pete. Maybe I'll. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, not not voting for you. I like the Tyler Huntley things. So. Okay, we all vote. You can't <laughs> vote for yourself. All right. Well done. Cool. <laughs> um. All right. Actor in the leading role, Pete. You are up first. Um, and then we'll, of course, um, you know, divvy out the responsibilities. So again, this, this is the actor in a leading role. This is, again, we don't need any drama on stage here, uh, but, you know, wh where's your head at? Well, mine is also a Lifetime Achievement Award in acting uh, as well. Uh, and, of course, I actually have two if we want. I, 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 have, I ended up getting two for this one, but I'll start with the one I, f I feel is the most. I mean, and, and he's been acting and doing it for 10 years, and congratulations to Urban Meyer. This guy has fooled 
everybody for 10 years into thinking he was I don't well, I don't know if anyone ever really thought he was a good guy, but at least like a good coach and, a, and someone that could really build both a college program and was so into what he was able to accomplish at the college level that they handed him the keys to one of these 32 NFL franchises. And we found out last week that it wasn't just bad. It was completely awful and a hidden disaster. And it's a it's it's it was dumb of him because he had everyone fooled like he had all these great college accomplishments and he deserved to be respected as one of the better college football coaches of all time. And now I think he's ruined it. So he had the acting thing down for like 10 years and he's ruined his reputation so bad that I think people even will throw out some of the success that he had at the college uh, level. So congratulations to him for acting for all these years. The, the, the act is over, unfortunately. So he'll leave with an MFM, a lifetime achievement award for acting, but mm. not much more when it comes to a his reputation or b any kind of dignity that he had left. So, so there was the massive expose in the Athletic about Urban Meyer last week. Yes. Um, so, like, in no way am I doubting the reporting that the fine people at the Athletic do. I will just say I have a hard time believing, like, as an example, the Aaron Donald thing. You know what I mean? Like, I know that was the quote that kind of like you know was the headliner for the piece. Yeah, I, ju- I just again like I'm I'm not at all going to sit here and defend Urban Meyer. That's not what I'm about to do. But like, if you are involved in football as a profession, I just can't imagine how you would not know who Aaron. That Donald particular is. quote, and it was him saying, "Oh, we have to worry about '99. What, what, what? Why do we have to worry about him talking about Aaron and Aaron Donald? Seems like a joke." But there were some other things in there, right? Like outright racism with John Brown and just treating coaches like absolute dirt right. and like no like i said there's about putting uh, about benching james robinson like stuff that you knew was legitimate and so to me uh it's just man what what a what a fake career in a sense because you know these college coaches are are way more protected and this type of stuff was had to have been happening and it just never reached the surface because you were dealing with what are the equivalent of like boys instead of these grown men who get paid a lot of money to do this? So, uh, yeah, that that's my first one. I have a second one, but I'll let you go. Well, so we had really kind of been positive, at least with actor in a supporting role, right? Like we were all kind of like, especially Devon. Yeah, this was, was a little positive. cheapish. Yeah, right. No well, I mean, like you know, some hey, it just is what it is. Like sometimes you gotta you gotta play a bad part. You gotta play a villain. You know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> acting. Uh, not I, that I don't think there was any playing um, on Urban yeah. Meyer's uh, part. I think that was a little bit more authentic um, than that. But this next one I do think is like legitimately acting. All right. And that's a, a little bit of a spin negative. And um, I will reiterate for the entire SB Nation NFL show universe that I am the only person holding this team accountable. Uh, we've talked, obviously, about the, um, you know, NFL-ness happening in Florida right now. All the people gathering and all the quotes we're starting to see, you know, different coaches and general managers and owners and whatnot. Uh, Frank Reich, Indianapolis Colts head coach, Pete Sweeney. I don't know if you saw this. He said that he found it to be unfair to make Carson Wentz the scapegoat for their disappointing season, particularly the end of the season. Um, that's some phenomenal acting right there by Frank Reich in, in my mind. Like, what, what, do, right. what do you mean it's, you know, it's, it's unfair to make him the scapegoat. It's totally fine to make him the scapegoat, but I also think this is like this is next level acting. This is this is like inception level stuff here. And I know that's not the the movie that Leo finally got, you know, got on the board with. This is Frank Reich 
just throwing all the attention off of himself. And that's all that him and Chris Ballard have done. They have been the ones acting all offseason long. Carson Wentz totally deserves an enormous amount of blame, an enormous amount of responsibility, however much you want to put on him, but so do they. And they are just, again, like this spin of like, quit blaming Carson Wentz, guys. This is like, okay, well, you know, maybe we should start blaming you, but nobody's going to blame them because they're like, oh, look at these guys. They don't want anybody to blame Carson Wentz. No, Frank Reich and Chris Ballard are skating off Scott free they made this bed frank reich was the one i love frank reich the person but he was arrogant enough to say this broken quarterback this arrogant quarterback i can fix him i am the one i am the key to unlock the lock that is carson wentz and it blew up in his face and neither of them want to face any kind of accountability for that they only want to throw i think the, the person who's more aggressive about throwing Wentz under the bus is ballard he's the one who came out and, and had the comments about like can't miss the layups or whatever it was like these these are two people protecting themselves and doing it at the expense of carson wentz i like the pick i think that you have a point i i think for this particular Indianapolis regime, the excuse is gone now. And so I feel like this is the first time, you know, everyone talks about how in six years they had a different starting quarterback. Who cares? For, like, for that's like, one. I hate that, dude. That's their fault. I mean, they, they I, chose yeah. to marry old Phillip Rivers, they chose to spend draft premium draft capital on Carson Wentz. They chose to trade for old Matt Ryan. So, like, when they're sitting here next year, they're like, well, number seven. Like, it's their fault. They're the ones who keep making this bet. It's been a – they've been dealt a tough hand, and I, oh. I think that stems from the luck thing. I know it's a while ago. They made a, a grand mistake. I don't I don't think you're wrong about that, and, and you're right. They really don't get probably as much blame as they should for investing in, in Carson Wentz. Uh, but what I, what I tell you now is – with Matt Ryan, I mean, Matt Ryan is not necessarily, what is he? He's not in his late 30s. What is he, 34, correct? He's 37. He's 37. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a little bit wrong about that then. Um, but he still, will, be, he will I mean, be 37 in two months, to be clear. He'll be 37. So you're looking at like two to three years of no excuses, in my opinion. I think you got at least two more years of, of Matt Ryan. Uh, and by the end of that, you I mean, you should be drafting, hopefully, you know, your next year, a quarterback to be your QB of the future. But if you don't make the postseason this year with Matt Ryan, who to my in my opinion still again has at least one, two, three years still left in the tank, then you start to look at the regime, and I think that's fair. I think at a certain point you got to look inward and be like, where have we gone wrong here? And look, the Wentz thing was a huge mistake. I do think that they were dealt a, a tough, tough hand, especially they were dealt a tough hand three years ago. But I mean, here's the like, thing, and here, here's the, the thing: when Ballard, they were dealt a tough hand, the Chiefs had never won, or Patrick Mahomes had never won a Chris, Super Bowl, or even been to Chris a Super Ballard, Bowl. Like, it's been forever since then. Chris Ballard, Ballard, I think, was a sought-after GM candidate, and oh he was tactical gosh. about where he went. And a big part of that was thinking that he would have luck. And as it turned out, he had bad luck. Really, Lame. is what what it, what it came. Down I will to. also add that I think that the entire nucleus of Coltsness is full of actors. In that Matt Ryan is now pushing this narrative, like, well, the only place I wanted to go, really, if I wasn't going to stay in Atlanta, was Indianapolis. Matt, shut the hell up, dude. Like, you're a great guy. This is awesome, but like, nobody is that dumb or gullible that they believe that the only place Matt Ryan had interest in happened to be the one place that he wound up. Have you seen the quote, by the way, that? Um, and Peter King wrote about this today in Football Morning America, but this had made the rounds last week, uh, that he went upstairs in his home to have the Zoom conversation with uh, with the actors known as Frank Reich and Chris Bowden, and that he came down and his wife said, you look different, Matt. 
Like, dude, what? <laughs> this, this is yeah. like this is like bad acting out of a Hallmark movie, like coming down. Wow, you just have yeah. a different energy about you. Straight you know, to like, TV. I, like he 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 was like one step away from being like you know the aura around me went from like a shade of red to a shade of blue, or, or like you know I re I really felt like Neo being presented the red pill and blue pill in, in the Matrix. So I took the blue one. That's where I'm finally going. This is just I'm, dumb. I'm high on Colts, Matt Ryan, and I don't like that you're throwing him under the bus. I I'm really I've liked I'm holding the Colts him for a while now. It's not throwing him under the bus. I like the Colts for a while now, and I think they're a, a playoff team. And we will see what happens in Indy. I love the second act of Matt Ryan, and I think it, it'll be fun to watch. I think it's a great NFL storyline, and there's been a lot of them. And it won't won't be a, a big storyline, but it's one I'm going to be following. Th this is one of those movies, like, and I don't know enough about like movie culture, to, but like right. when people are like, "Oh, he or she took that role to win an Oscar," like you know what I mean? Like this is so clearly like the ring chasing move for. I mean, obviously he's literally ring chasing, but like th this is like. Oh, that, the, that actor actress Watson. chasing that move like it's like that like super deep artsy fartsy project like that's what this is he's going to the midwest Ooh, yeah coats Ooh, i bah, think it was bah, atlanta the, those good combines in indianapolis the shrimp cocktail uh, it's just it's an atlanta atlanta went after deshaun watson and i think and this is kudos to matt ryan and his professionalism behind the scenes in my opinion, I bet he took the same approach as Baker Mayfield and said, I want out of here. You guys wanted to upgrade here. You don't hear about it because Matt Ryan is smart enough to like. He's better it. at the game. That's what it is. Sure. But I think the same exact thing happened. And now Atlanta, speaking of acting, they acted like they want Deshaun. And what do they end up with? Marcus Mariota, which is another sub storyline of this. We're going to see if Mariota is a contender or a pretender as we go here. So very, very interesting connection now between Atlanta and Indy and eager to see what happens in 2022. Okay. Um, do you, are you feeling confident enough in your second actor in a leading role or do you want to go to Rachelle? Like, how do you want to handle this? Why don't we go to Rachelle and then come back to me? We've been talking a lot here. Okay, for... Rachelle, actor in a leading role. Um, lots of pressure on you to nail this. This is the mine, marquee award of the evening. Mm -hmm. You stole mine. I did? That was really good. I thought, no, I had put down Frank Wright for the Colts. But nice. my backup. You hear that, Pete? That was really good. Just That was a really good one. Decent, I'm yeah. being honest. Mm -hmm. um, my backup, I think because of the shadiness and how this went down, I put down Randy Gregory. Ooh, with everything that went wow. down with the Cowboys and how he flipped on them. That was some really good acting. Had to have that poker face. I'm going to go with Gregory. Rachel with the Ric Flair low blow to RJ. <laughs> In the middle of the match. Um, and I think this is, un unlike Pete's selections, this is a well-thought-out pick. So, first of all, congratulations you. to you, Rachelle, understanding the game that we are playing here, um, doing a masterful job. I mean, if, if, if you're not making us uncomfortable, you're not doing your job. I mean, so I'm right. I'm not upset about that. Pete might be upset about it, but that's okay. Uh, so we actually, if, if, with the teams we cover, RJ, there's reason for us to be equally upset. <laughs> uh, so, Randy Gregory... The, the long story made short is the Cowboys allegedly tried to slide in some contract language at the very end after terms were agreed to. This is apparently standard contract language with the exception of Dak Prescott, who is the quarterback, so a natural exception, plus that deal took a long time to get done. Um, it does seem like there was some fault on, 
I don't want to say Randy, but on Randy's representation, I would say mm-hmm. this is like an 80, 20, 70, 30 thing with the, the heavy majority being on the Cowboys. I don't think that, that Randy Gregory's representation is some sort of victim here. I know you're not saying that, um, mm-hmm. but he, the, the turn was very fast and I, I wish Randy nothing but the best. I really hope he thrives, especially in a super rootin' tootin' AFC West. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he's gone on Twitter and had some thoughts about the Cowboys front office that are, um, you know, it's it's made the awkward end a little bit more awkward, I guess is maybe the best way to say it. Yeah. I think there's a, a Randy and RJ podcast out there. You talk about the NFC East mixtape. Well, I know, think me, Rachel, Randy, Monday, Football Monday. Let's make it No, happen. no, no. I'm talking about it. <laughs> a anti-Cowboys front office podcast where you and Randy just go in. You get all your thoughts out. I love it and your frustrations about this Dallas front office. And I, I would listen. I think that's a five-episode special with you and Randy. You could tackle some different problems that we've had over the, the past few years with the Cowboys, and the first one could be his thing. You could go into the Dak disaster. It'd be a good good little series. My other leading actor, by the way, Von Miller. Von Miller, man. The guy, somehow he got this contract that is for a young man, like a 28-year-old in Buffalo, what is what is the deal here? I got the contract details in here. It is a six-year, $120 million deal. I know there's some bonus years and some funny money tied to it, but that's still freaking ridiculous. And I, I put giving him leading actor because this man pretended that he was going to stay with the Rams. He pretended that he was going to go back to Denver, who was loading up and now finally has the quarterback. And he faked that he was going to maybe get his old jersey number back in the orange and blue. And then he said, oh, a really tough decision with L.A., and then a random team like Buffalo comes out of this mix. Man, this guy was acting for the contract. He was taking the most lucrative deal, and he did. And kudos to Buffalo because they believe in him, and they, they ended up paying him. He's 33. You gave us 33-year-old. I understand you could you could cut him and whatnot at the end, and it's guaranteed and fake years, but you gave a 33-year-old a six-year contract. What are we doing here? So congratulations to Von Miller, leading actor, just really pretending like Denver and L.A. were ever options as opposed to just taking that sweet, sweet, sweet cash. You know, of all the people that we've listed so far, um, Vaughn, I think, is the most likely to actually be an actor. Like, actually be in, like... like you could see Vaughn in, like, um, like one of those movies like Valentine's Day or New Year's Day, you know, talk about that just has, like, a ton of, like, A-listers and stuff like that. Like, I could totally see that happening. Sure. Um, and he's got some Vin Diesel, too, right? Maybe right? a second career. We did see, you know, the biggest movie star in the world started out as the University of Miami football player and you know, was a WWE wrestler and now makes tequila on the side as well. And Along those lines... Um... Have you seen the the Jumanji remake, the first one? So good, it's so it's, good. It's, that's one of those movies that I thought it was going to suck. I thought it was going to be it's terrible. Um, th- it was on one day. Watched it, super funny. Really enjoyed it. And I'm pleased to say the second one was on TV over the weekend. I recorded it, so I'm very excited to watch. I think it's Jumanji: The Next Level. It's almost just um, as good. I've seen both of them. I've, okay. I was stunned too, because whenever you redo a classic movie and you change it this much, it doesn't usually work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they nailed it. And I think the key was, and this is not a movie podcast, I guess it kind of is, but was the casting. The cat, Jack Black, amazing. The Rock was uh, amazing in it. Um, who else was in it? Kevin uh, Hart. Kevin Hart. My God. Kevin Hart was the, is the funniest in, in both of the, the movies. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. All right, back to Vaughn. Um, anyway, um, def- he used the Cowboys as leverage. Again, kind of an example. There was you know, some, some murmurs that he was interested in it. I think that helped the bag, the proverbial bag. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, but you know what? If anyone 
is like in a position to to do that right now. I think it's Vaughn. Like, dude, you got two rings, two different teams. Like, you are the you are he's Darrell Rivas. That's that's who you are. You're an NFL mercenary right now. Just show up. Whoever's going to pay you the most, go out, get paid, enjoy life. Get pick up more rings. He's going to the Hall of Fame. I mean, just, now go play for. I I recognize some people will say like Buffalo isn't the like most luxurious NFL place to live, but he's only got to live there during the season, and that fan base will adore him forever and sleek uniforms bond's gonna look great in that uniform I, yeah he will uh, and and he kind of killed two birds with one stone i mean if you really really comes down to it he's already got the ring so i don't know if he's necessarily ring chasing anymore nope. so no but i'm saying like if he gets a third like it you know it's better right. than two you know that's that's but, my point so, no you're right and and it's not like he chose detroit right i mean mm-hmm. he he the went to the three. afc favorites the bills are the favorite to win the afc uh so he kind of accomplished both so you know he ended up getting paid which i think was i mean i really think he was taking the highest contract regardless of it the bills being afc favorites but he also landed with the afc favorites so um interesting i I don't know it's just i I wouldn't have liked it if he was teasing my team that he's going to make this comeback and really could go wherever he wants and I mean, he should have went back to Denver because they finally have the quarterback, and it, you, you don't flirt with with your yeah, own but team. Yeah, but Russell's you not back. Josh Allen. Go to Buffalo. I mean, and why why go like you go to the Buffalo? You win the division. Like you know what I mean? I like do, it's, it's John, easier does path. Josh to Allen have unlimited potential, though. I mean, I don't know. Mm. Are we ready for best film? This is actually I said best actors. This is the category, so I always saved it for last. Are we are we ready for this? Like, do you you know? How are you feeling? Yeah. You know, sure, you I, I got to be honest. You kind of came around. You're like, well, yeah, Vaughn was really authentic, you know, like in his move going to Buffalo, which is literally the opposite of acting. Um, well, so <laughs> I, I feel both about it. You know, I'm like a yin yang. It's like a yin yang thing. Okay. Um, are we ready for best film? Do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Do you want Rachelle to go first? Like, I want you well, to feel comfortable. Rachel, I don't Rachel, want you to feel cheated if I win the award today. Let's let's give it to Rachelle. We've, we've gone first now. We've both yeah, Rachel, you've yet, accused but. us of stealing yours uh, several times. This is best film of the NFL offseason. I like. Oh, wait. <laughs> OK, oh, wait. no, I have it. I have it. We are struggling today. She's got chicken and waffles and, and shrimp and grits on her mind, as we see in this chat right here that we didn't get her breakfast in before. So I have best horror uh, film because it was so bad triple effect from the season to off season washington football team washington commanders okay listen 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 wait wait, i do have to say rachel you really have started to take command of the show so go ahead continue yeah there you go i was really thinking hard on this one i think starting from the season you know they lost chase young that was best Mm -hmm. defensive player he's out then this incident with the benches which which was really bad the incident with TikTok, which they was also really fought bad. Each then they other end up trying the to benches. change their name. Right. They fought each other. I forgot about that. Exactly. And then during the offseason, trying to change their name, which was just, they should have stuck messed with up watching the, the football uh, team. The, so. the seal where they put the improper Super Bowl years. Like, yeah, no, nah, I mean, just. And then the night before. And then they so, traded for Carson Wentz. Like that. Oh my gosh. Like, and the oh. night before, the helicopter caught, caught the name. From oh, like, yeah. the local news helicopter is like zooming in, and it's like very clearly the commanders now, and people are like commanders, 
and you have the the fans outside yeah. trying to make it work and i it, it yeah it's bad it's this bad. is definitely a scary movie this is like get out you know what i mean like this this is like that that kind of really right. good yeah. movie that scares you you know what i mean so this is a great choice by you rachel yeah. um like again i wouldn't be pumped to watch this movie but like you know you can you can acknowledge that some of these are great that you don't necessarily enjoy so uh, a fantastic submission from you uh mm -hmm. way to get this party started again like the fact that carson wentz and the fact that they gave up capital for it might not be the dumbest thing they've done this offseason really is saying something. Uh, Pete, do you want me to go next? Do you, yeah. do you want to follow yeah. that great start? I mean, like, how are, again, I, I don't want any excuses if yeah, I win. You, you, you can go first. Yeah, go ahead. I'm actually going second. So, way to just completely disrespect Rachel. Um, all right. <laughs> between <laughs> so, me and you, I mean. First okay. between us. Yeah. Um, best film. This encompasses kind of everything who they've been. And yeah. and I'm I'm a big believer. There's got to be like we've got to see our characters fall before they rise up. All right, right. like right, right. like that's you, that's just natural peaks valleys, storytelling. Baby. Peaks right. and valleys, setbacks pave the way for comebacks. Come mm -hmm. on, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep. With that being said, we've already talked about them. You mentioned it. They just they just got a massive infusion by way of free agency. And while we have been streaming slash recording news coming out, they have announced a thirty year deal for a new $1.4 billion stadium set to open in 2026 in Orchard Park, New York. Not Toronto. The Buffalo Bills. Yeah. All right, the Buffalo Bills, we saw the setback. All right, they're going to change the overtime rules this week because of Josh Allen didn't get to touch the ball. That's so stupid. But <laughs> that being said, man, this is going to be great. Like, this, you know, I thought the I thought the true setup for, the, like, the great comeback was the Stephon Diggs watching the Chiefs celebrate winning the AFC at right. Arrowhead. That that photo was, like, making all the rounds. No, it's going to be the, like, overtime Josh Allen's tweet about pain during the AFC Championship coin flip toss when the Bengals beat the Chiefs, yeah. Chiefs lost the AFC Championship just in case you forgot i mean like getting vaughn miller now i mean the, the bills are just like they're back they're and like now they kind of have a formidable foe in the division with new england being back tyreek hill leaving the loser chiefs and now on the dolphins like it's just all setting up for them to just have this rise i'm so in on this movie this is the summer blockbuster whether it's x-men legally blonde avengers whatever we're gonna smash all box office record ticket sales i'm gonna enjoy this buffalo bills best film of the offseason right uh interesting title buffalo bills um what i'd say you know i have an honorable mention here and that's of course the empire strikes back and that'll be happening in Great Kansas movie. city but the best film goes and here i have it i have it right here f them picks the less need story <laughs> because he has changed the mentality of teams in the league he said goodbye to all these picks we're gonna be the yankees we're gonna manage all this under the cap it's like the yankees of the late 90s and the 2000s we're gonna load up we're gonna load up on pitching we're gonna load up on hitting we're gonna have a home run hitter we're gonna have a guy that comes off the bench to steal bases we're gonna have everything you need and you guess grew up what? a Mets fan just everybody knows you have the home run cincinnati Bengals, and they you know they came close but it, you didn't beat the the yankees the two you know the 1998 you know 2000 yankees uh, because they just were had too much too many weapons and they were too powerful and uh you know shout out to urban meyer 99 got it done uh, in the end and you have teams i think around the league and you're really seeing that this offseason this seismic shift from what was the NFL offseason, which was always okay, right? And you'd have a couple marquee names, but really conservative to this aggressive war zone where you're seeing picks. The Miami Dolphins, and again, I'm not just bringing up the Chiefs. The Miami Dolphins sent 
five picks to the to the Chiefs for Tyreek Hill. You saw a, a first rounder and a second rounder go to the Green Bay Packers from the Las Vegas Raiders for Devontae Adams. These are two of the top hey, hey, three. Hey, 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 Pete. You saw a fifth rounder go from the Cleveland Browns to the Dallas Cowboys for Amari Cooper. All right. right. <laughs> Don't you forget about it. But I'm seeing like you're seeing stars. I mean, we just talked about Hill and Adams. Those are, in my opinion, two of the top three or five. Yeah. Russ. Broncos going, country. That's right. Going to the Broncos. Right. Let's ride. Uh, and again, yeah, even Cooper for the, with the fifth rounder. So to me, uh, you are seeing teams that are close instead of saying no we're going to continue to be patient and try to develop players they're saying no the cap's going to blow up this this next year let's go for it right now if we feel like we're close let's go for it right now and i even think you're seeing teams just copy even like in, in a sense what the chiefs did with in cincinnati where it's like we're, we were just an offensive line away from the mm-hmm, title mm-hmm. let's go spend on the offensive line and so uh to me uh, less need uh, to an extent because again I understand my I'm selfish and my, and my bias. Kansas City, I think, was kind of changing how teams operated for the past few years. And to me, this was all about this year was all about less need and what they were able to accomplish by just saying, you know, we're going for it. So it's just a new mentality of let's go get it as opposed to no, let's be smart here and let's let's trust our personnel staff and let's not spend too much money. Less less and he wears it at the parade. He's he's billboarding, as they say, and I love it. So congratulations. That's the movie of the year, F them picks. You know what, Pete? I actually was just told uh, in my ear that in addition to winning best film, that the Los Angeles Rams and Les Snead have also won best original score for the song that goes, I don't mean A, I don't mean B, I don't mean C, D, or E, I mean F them picks. That's right. That's right. Best original score. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, that wraps the Oscars today. Wait, 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 wait. I have, I have, I have best short story. That's, that's oh, short I really story. last one I was going to sandwich in best short story. What is it? Um, it's actually kind of a preliminary award. Um, so this actually hasn't happened yet, but it's like, you know how like the day after the NFL draft, they come out with like, we'll get this year, like the, our first 2023 NFL mock draft, like way mm-hmm. too early, 2023 NFL mock draft. I'm sure there are a lot of like way too early 2023 Oscars predictions, right? Sure. So kind of a prediction of sorts. Best short film this time next year goes to the Detroit Lions for appearing on Hard Knocks. That news came out today as well. Uh, the 313 set to be on our televisions on the home box office this coming summer in August. Uh, I am certain that Dan Campbell, who wants to just present this, like, I just say these naturally crazy things, and I'm just this kooky guy or whatever. Dan, we're all hyper aware of what you're doing. Just don't necessarily be a complete caricature here. Just be cool. You don't, to, you don't want the parody of yourself situation. Right, exactly. And look, NFL Films, love you. If you're listening, we don't need the opening like monologue to be Jared Goff pontificating about the Rams winning the Super Bowl. We don't want that. All right, just you know, throw throw yeah. us throw us some 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 Eminem, some you know, some Barry Sanders, some some Nickelback. I mean, anything. Just get, like anything but Jared Goff. All right, we've had to watch Jared Goff on a lot of NFL Films properties. We don't want Jared Goff. But still a preliminary award. Yeah, you could you could already see where he's just like as the music begins, he's like, yeah, it was really hard to see them move on for me and though then go win it. But I believe in what we're building but, here. But those, those and are my I guys, work, and, and I'll I'm happy, work, I'll always be happy for them. Yeah, these for are sure. those are my guys. But I'm focused on what we have here in Detroit and working hard, just like this city 
and what the people of this city deserve. All right. <laughs> the time has come. M F double MVP. M F should we double MVP? Should we all vote at the same time so there's no, you know, in the in the chat so there's like one, two, three. Um, so, one, so two, three. Send your vote in the chat. Is that what we want to yeah. do? So there's no like, oh, I can, you know, if you vote third, you can kind of give it to yourself. All right, Rachel, yeah. can you join us just so we make sure we're all we're all good? All right. So are you okay with these rules? Like, I have I have my name typed out in the chat. Me too. Both I'm ready you. to go. Okay, we're all gonna hit send on three. Ready? One, two, three. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel wins MF double MVP. Wow. So let's just be very clear here. This here's how the votes came in. This is like uh, like Big Brother when Julie Chen announces all of uh, you know the the keys and everything. I voted for Rachel. Rachel, you voted for Pete. And Pete, you voted for Rachel. So to be very clear here, if Pete hadn't switched the game up <laughs> and said that we were going to. I'll vote here. Pete would have tied me for MF double MVPs, but instead, Rachel, you right. won the award. Do you want to say right. anything? Who do you want to thank? Like, what are your thoughts, Rachel? Yeah. Oh gosh. Um. First and foremost, you know, I gotta thank God for this opportunity. <laughs> you know, I want to thank my family. You know, both of you two for making this possible. You know, would it be possible without both of you guys? So thank you. Congratulations, Rachel. Very well done. I thought, um, seriously, I, I just, I thought the Washington Commanders thing, great horror film. I mean, seriously, yes. you know, you understood the game. Pete messed up. It's okay. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. It Pete, do you, uh, do you have anything you want to add? No, I, I think this was a, a fun game for, for yeah. telling Rachel and I to, to change our plans three minutes before recording. I think we, we pulled it off. So we thank did. you. <laughs> thank you for doing that. Uh, thank you, Dr. Um, They're a great, great program here tonight. <laughs> Yes. Right. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, for attending uh, this year's SB Nation NFL show Oscars. Uh, mm -hmm. If you have any thoughts, Rachel's on Twitter at Rachel Monique. Pete is on Twitter at PG Sween. I'm on Twitter at RJ Ochoa. Uh, Pete, the final words belong to you. Send us home. Get us out of here. The cameras are panning out. The, the like the spider cam, whatever aerial thing. Make it good. They're, the confetti's falling. Pico. Tip your bartenders. <laughs> <laughs> the dog bar. Hey.